Here's the Brunel building, and so there's just a bit more detail on here. I'm Ruth Bentoven, I'm the Creative Director of Encounters Arts, and we're running a creative community consultation um, for Atmos Totnes. You go into a usual consultation and often you're given some stickers and you're allowed to choose between a few options that have already been developed. For us, we're starting way back before that. So this is an interactive consultation where we're trying to involve as many people as we can in setting the brief for the architect and project team to come up with some options. So it's like all the stage before usual consultations, which might happen in closed doors or through some surveys, often don't involve the community at all. So here we're trying to give this the longest amount of time in our whole process over the next year to allow people to come in and to really be part of shaping and giving their ideas about what could happen on the site. Because in the end... Everyone here is going to be the stakeholders of that site and we need everybody to feel that they've um, got involved and that they, they can feel and see their trace through it that they were involved at the beginning. So it's, so it's pretty different than usual consultations. really had so many ideas that she'd obviously been thinking about it for a long time. We've got a number of past, present and future. So this is the past room and in this room we're asking people to share their personal memories and stories of the Dairy Crest site, of the Brunel building, the station, the weir, the river, because they're very close together. I mean, at the moment, they're separated by a huge fence around the site. We've got a large map, and people are taking a small bit of paper and writing their personal memories or stories and attaching it with string to the map. And there's a lot of memories about the river and also some memories evolving um, about the site here. Yesterday, somebody came in who remembered walking over the footbridge at 4am to work in the process room, getting the pasteurisers up and running, producing the milk for bottling, a 12-hour shift, often alone, ensuring that the factory had milk to bottle. That was Martin Evans coming in. This will grow and it will evolve and the, the scope of using these stories in a different way is the potential of using these stories maybe as way markers or public art on the site but also to really show us where people's attachments are to this place so that we really are celebrating and acknowledging the past as we start to think about what might happen there in the future. It's a bit like a kind of living room and we've got some photographs of um, the old site and we're inviting people to bring in their photographs. So there's a worker who said that you know he's going to bring back some photographs so we imagine this room will evolve as well. Then people have their photograph taken and then we're developing those into an album. It's like a kind of family album on the mm -hmm. table where there's a trace where people write down what they told a story about in their name and then we capture some of the stories and I often imagine all the stories that will have been told between people and all the memories and all the ideas that often are happening all at the same time between people. And so this is just a trace of some of those mm. sort of themes, really, and ideas in this room. But that's the past room. And this is an activity called the River of Change. Um, and really it's a, it's a game called Anyone Who. And we're sort of saying anyone who has taken part in or remembers a series of events that have taken place in the last seven years since the dairy site closed till today. So we've mapped a timeline of events, you know, 2007 dairy site closes, 2008 English Heritage lists the Brunel building, you know, 2009 
2009, the Atmos Totnes published its first brochure, all the way down to, you know, July 2012, Totnes Community Development Societies formed, um, down to, you know, 2014, contract signed to make Atmos Totnes a reality. So that's the timeline. But then, of course, in any campaign, there's going to be a lot of different moments that are taken to gather that campaign and lots of different people seeing things and talking about things. So this river of change really is a way that perhaps people have been more involved than they think because they've read a copy of the brochure or they've seen an article or they've come to a meeting or they came to the gates when Jonathan Dimbleby was unveiled or even, you know, earlier on they saw, um, they took part in the campaign to save the Brunel building or even they worked the last day on the site when it was open. Um, and people wind themselves in with a bit of string around these events, so they're winding themselves into this, this experience, ending up here, that they visited this consultation hub, and it's really growing. The information that's here about the present is really to try and give people as much possible information that we can about quite a complex um, set of agreements and processes that have taken seven years to arrive at this. So it feels really important that before people go around the corner of this building into the future that they're really armed with this <coughs> experience of the past and really understanding the information of the present. So we've got a big poster on the wall that's talking about the decisions, about the community right to build order, um, and the three different agreements we've got on the site. So we've created the What Could Happen Here room, which is a room that is still in the present, but it's a bridge into this large room, which is about the future. And in here, we've created a film, so it's like a virtual tour of the site. So, because there's many people who can't get on the site, um, it's closed, and so we wanted to try and create a walk round so that people can really begin to get a sense of the scale of the back of the site, which is open for master planning, which is huge, and then for the community development zone of the site, the Brunel building and the land around that, which we bought for the pound that we can develop, um, and then the front of the site, which is going to be developed by McCarthy and Stone, but that all of the development is wrapped into um, this sort of design envelope that we're going to create as part of this consultation process. So there's a so in this room also the whole walls are wallpapered with some photographs, black and white photographs of the industrial site of the buildings, and on the other side of the room is some black and white photographs of the river, the Le the weir, um, which are quite separated at the moment. And then we've taken lots of small colour photographs. And we're inviting people to cut out a shape, an image, something that attracts them from these pictures to just slowly animate this room and bring colour to the site. And there's some really beautiful detail that's emerging. So it's quite a playful room, but in a way the metaphor of actually all together we start to bring colour back into the site. Okay, so then there's a th piece of red tape on the floor where we step over the threshold into the future. Taking the past and the present with us, and um, we've got a detailed map that the architect LED architects have put together to really try and explain through a plan what people are seeing on the visual walkthrough. And then in this future visioning room, there's two or three activities that is on offer. Um, one activity is called Atmos Totnes 2020, 
that really invites people to imagine in 2020 Atmos Totnes has become an inspiring place to work, learn, live and relax, which is part of the mission statement for the site. And then asking people quite personally to say, you know, well, what would you be seeing, hearing, doing, tasting, smelling um, at Atmos, at Atmos Totnes? And then they write these down on these um, sense templates that Biba, age 12, one of our residents, has drawn for us, where they write those down on an eye, what they want to see, on a hand, what they want to do, on a brain, what they want to learn. And then we've got really big versions of those on the walls that we're putting the smaller ones inside. So it'll be a huge collage of people's thoughts about what they want to do on the site or see or learn. Um, and that's a really quite a quick way but personal way of taking the temperature of what people want to do and on the site and then we're asking people in five years time how would you want to feel on the site and um, writing that on a blackboard and having a photograph taken and we're creating a large mural of photographs of people's thoughts about you know how do I want to feel here in five years time when we took over this building, there was a lot of doors that had been taken off all of the rooms. So these doors have provided our furniture. So we've got these amazing A-frame doors that we've had masses of help from volunteers helping us set up the site. And so somebody made these doors. And on each door, we've got a whole load of inspirational images. Um, and people are given five stickers per door to be able to just put a sticker towards an image that inspires them. And we've got inspirational images of open spaces, public art, kind of community buildings, a bit like what the Brunel building maybe could be, and buildings connected to it, and housing as well. Um, and they're really growing. And then there's a space for people to bring their own images that inspire them so other people can add to that. We've created a light box from another door, um, and people get to be the designers We've got some tracing paper and some maps of the Brunel building, of the north of the site, and then with pens, people can come and draw as much detail as they want, their ideas for the site, or write them down. And we've got a growing collection on the wall. Some people have come and spent hours already, and some coming um, you know, just for a short bit to get down their ideas. And so that's what will grow in, in this space. My name's Megan Beck and I've been invited to come and work with Encounters on this um, consultation. There are lots of different ways for people to interact and so when we first um, start talking to people it's quite obvious who wants to kind of get stuck in and then there are some detailed design activities that they can do and other people who have seemed quite unsure about things like that and said, oh, I don't have a fixed idea, I don't really know, they've been able to engage really well in the more kind of conceptual activity of what would you like to see, hear, think and smell. Because I think although that's a very simple activity and everybody can sit down and do that, what often comes out is quite a powerful picture uh, and a really nice concept builds up of what the space could become. I'm Pip Shale, I've been a resident in Totnes since 1976. Um, I really like the way when I came in the door I was greeted and taken in and made to feel part of the project and um, then taken round and everything explained to me and um, yes it's really been very nice and clear and um, it makes me feel quite excited about it. 
lot of people have come through the door with, some have come through with quite fixed ideas about what they would like the site to be. So the challenge has been to encourage people to spend a bit of time in our past rooms that we've set up to explore their existing memories and feelings of the place. And I think that's worked really well because it means people spend a little bit more time, immerse themselves in the history of the site a little bit, have a chance to then go into our installation room and, and feel like they're on the site now with the walkthrough and all the images, and then they can, they're bringing all of that then into the future room where they can then um, start to leave their ideas about what they'd like it to be. So I think, um, although it's sometimes challenging to get people to linger in the past a little bit, I think it, it, it has been working quite well. Hello, my name is Mike Shell. been a resident in Totnes since 1946. Um, I think the Atmos project has got to be one of the finest things I've seen mooted for a long, long time and be a wonderful use of the space that's down here. Excellently presented with people who, who know how to present it, both on a sort of one-to-one -one basis and also on the, on the displays, easily understandable by anybody. Amazing. Yeah, we've, had, we've been open for three days. And I mean, before, you know, we, we had 10 days to get it together and we had a huge amount of help and support from volunteers and it's gone, it's gone very well. Um, you know, we've had a real steady stream of people of all ages through the doors, probably about 70 people a day, you know, and um, yeah, it's gone well. And we're going to go into the market square and take it on a bit of a road show so that we're not just expecting people to come here as we acknowledge that we also have to go to where people are at the same time. So it's gone really well and it's really exciting. And people's creativity and ideas is really amazing.